Welcome to another episode of the Run With Sam podcast. Um, I can't believe it, but I'm going to say it. It's true. We are one week away from the election on November 5th. And that means it is Tuesday, October 29th. And uh, man, we're, we're getting down. We are getting down to the wire here in this campaign. And as we close in on election day, I mean, people have been voting now for three weeks and we're coming into that final week of early voting. And um, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty surreal experience. I got to say, you know, as the campaign gets closer and closer to election day, uh, you might, you know, you might think that it gets busier and busier. And it is true. Things have been absolutely wild. Um, you know, there's all kinds of forums and events. Uh, just in the past few weeks, we've been with the architects and screening with so many different groups. Um, I was able to sit down recently with the Blade editorial board and talk about District 5 and, and what I think um, city council um, needs to best reflect the desires and hopes um, of its residents. And and so, you know, it's just been it's just been a bit of a it's just been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, this past weekend, we had a, just a bunch of good stuff happening. So we were out canvassing. Um, it was a cold, rainy weekend in general. You know, that late October weather uh, was in full effect. But, um, you know, we were out canvassing and um, talking to voters all throughout. You know, well, I shouldn't say all throughout, but in world, in Ward 23. Um, so up north of Alexis, south of, north of Lasky, south of Alexis. Sorry about that. Um, and then Sunday had a really fun, uh, couple events. We were actually in the blessed sacrament Halloween parade, which is one of my, one of my favorite events of the campaign year. <clears throat> and the reason it's one of my favorite events is you have so many, um, young children involved, right? I mean, you know, from from day one, um, for, for me, what it means to run for office is to run with your whole family. And, um, and so, you know, to have events like that where we can have the kids out and they can be dressed up for Halloween and then, um, you know, they can have their friends, friends with them. It's, it's just a lot of fun. It's a little confusing. I will say it's a little confusing because you got kids, um, participating in a parade, but they're not getting candy they're giving candy away. It's a very jarring experience for them. So we try to sneak them a few pieces of candy here and there. Um, but for, you know, for, for my kids, since they were hanging out with me, um, the second event on that, on this past Sunday was really, really cool. So the West Oak Walk Festival, um, kind of, I should maybe festival, maybe just kind of trunk or treat um, event took place Sunday around three o'clock. And what was really cool about that was the West Oak Walk is really this um, section of Sylvania Avenue and the businesses that that make up that portion of Sylvania Avenue. And they actually hosted a a trunk or treat event at DeVoe Village Shopping Center right there in front of Horizon Science Academy. And it was packed. I mean, if you go on my Facebook page, you can find a a photo of that. Um, It was it was totally packed. I mean, there were so many families that came out with their kids and, and they came and had a kind of an early trick or treat, uh, experience. And, and that was just a really, really cool thing. 
the thing that I love about that is um, it strikes me as an example of what it takes um, to make our neighborhoods strong and sustainable. And one of the things that we saw in that West Oak Walk event was this was local businesses coming together to to strengthen their neighborhood. And so what, what I thought was so cool was that so many local businesses were kind of chipping in and they were they would have a trunk with their business logo or a or a, you know, kind of a banner in front that showed what their business was about. But then they would be giving out candy to the kids. And, um, and it was just a co- really, really cool thing to think of something that probably wasn't in existence when our former council person, um, you know, Tom Winooski, uh, when he started the West Oak Walk, wasn't really a thing in that same form or fashion. And now as he's leaving, it is. And, you know, I don't know. That was that was pretty cool. That was pretty meaningful to me personally as I reflect on that experience. Um, it's it's important for our neighborhoods to have businesses who are engaged, um, but then also to think that, you know, in Tom's time on on city council, some of his his pro business values have have come to bear in that way. I thought that was a that was a neat experience. So you know, in all in all, you know, that's kind of what's been going on, um, and it's it's been a. It's been a wild ride. You know, we've been at this for a while, but we are in the final week. So, like I say every week on this on this podcast, uh, thank you so much for listening. I know that there's a, there's a ton of different things you could be spending your time on, um, but to take 10 to 15 minutes a week to, to listen to this and stay in tune with what's going on in District 5, um, that's, that's really cool, and it means a lot to me. Um, so we have a guest this week, which I'm really excited about. And then I'm actually going to get into some pretty, um, pretty new, uh, district five news. And that is around, um, the new, the new regional water agreement and what that's going to do for, for rates and how, you know, what the different changes are that are happening relative to our water bill. So we'll get to that in a little minute. Uh, but first here is an interview Uh, with a judicial candidate, uh, Tom Puffenberger. All right, we are here with uh, candidate Tom Puffenberger for judge. Tell us about your campaign, Tom. Uh, Campaign's going great. We are uh, going door to door quite a bit. I have hit 2,000 doors myself. Our team is at 5,000. We're gonna try to get to 10,000 by the end of the campaign. We are getting really good response at the door, so I, I love where we're at right now. That's awesome. Great. Tell me um, what you're running for and where the boundaries are. Sure. I'm running for Toledo Municipal Court Judge. The boundaries are everywhere in the city of Toledo, Ottawa Hills, and Washington Township. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me something that you're getting on doors that surprises you from voters. The thing, the, the, the question that I'm getting most from voters is, are you a Republican or Democrat? Okay. Which, my race is nonpartisan, um, so I always tell people that I am endorsed by the Democratic Party, but that doesn't really matter. I don't want you to vote for me because I'm a Democrat. I want you to vote for me because of who I am and because of, of what I want to do with the court and because I believe I'm, I'm the best candidate for the, for the job. That's awesome. If people want to get involved in your campaign, what would they do? Uh, go to my website. It's uh, www.electpuff.com. Or find me on Facebook at Puffenberger for Judge, and we have uh, stuff to fill out. Send me a message, and we will get you hooked up with what, what you feel comfortable doing. 
All right, so that uh, was my conversation with Tom Puffenberger. He's running for municipal court judge, and um, and it's just been really cool to be running alongside Tom as he's uh, been been campaigning as long as I have this entire year. Um, I know that that he has a very particular um, goal and vision for his role in that office, and so I just want to encourage you to support him uh, for judge. All right, so let's get into some District 5 news. So, you know, each time I, each each podcast, I should say, each episode, uh, I kind of have a different version of this. And, and hopefully, hopefully when I'm elected, um, you know, when I'm elected, I'll have a lot more of this, right? I mean, this will kind of take over the podcast. The whole point will be to communicate clearly and, and efficiently and, and, uh, and quickly with District 5 residents about things going on in their neighborhood. So here's an example of that. Um, you know, just last night, uh, Monday the 29th, um, or the 28th, sorry, um, I was able to attend um, the District 5 um, Water Forum. So if you've been following this, so what's happening is, you know, our neighboring communities, which is a really, really good thing, in my opinion, our neighboring communities have um, all signed a 40-year agreement to form our regional water authority. Um, and what's what's cool about that is that there's a ton of efficiencies and, and really ensures that our region is going to have safe, clean drinking water for all of our residents, that none of our, you know, you know, kind of customer um, communities, our participating communities are going to look for a water source somewhere else. And so that's going to just keep our region strong in the way that the way that it needs to be. Um, but there's some, you know, there's some nitty gritty detail in there. And there's some kind of sausage making, so to speak, of how um, the bills get the bills get paid and how rate rates may increase and how that's all changing. So they've been having these forums and tonight's was district five. Um, and so, um, well, I should, sorry, last night's was district five and the, the forum was at the Washington local administration building. And it really was just a, you know, Ed Moore, who's in utilities, was there to present. There were several members of, um, you know, city employees who were there, different, all, you know, all throughout um, Ed's team and, and, and the mayor's team. Um, just an interesting, inter- interesting room to get some good information. And the whole point of the water conversation was to just do a general overview of what's going to be changing um, when it comes to when it comes to this new regional water agreement, and a couple of things that I thought were were worth um, kind of highlighting here, one is about um, well, I mean, let's talk about money. I mean, so many people are talking about, you know, um, certainly a lot of this this regional water agreement was to ensure that that our water was safe and clean and affordable and and sustainable for years and years and years to come. Uh, But how much is it going to cost, right? And so one of the things that I thought was interesting was, you know, fundamentally the billing structure is going to change under this agreement. So right now um, Toledoans are are being billed quarterly. And so every three months you get a bill. um, And and there's another piece of that that's going to change a lot too. And you're also being billed kind of just like a, basically like a flat rate. So regardless of how much you use, we're all paying the same flat rate. Um, 
and then if you know if you go over that then you're paid on usage but you know if you stay way under that you're still being paid that you're still being billed that same flat rate so those are the two biggest things that are going to be changing one we're going to go from a quarterly billing cycle to a monthly um, and we're getting away from that flat rate and it's going to be more billed on usage so um, where before you were you were billed at a certain amount of water at a certain price um, now you're going to be billed at a certain price at whatever you use and so they put this chart up on the on the on the slides that um, I thought was really interesting and I wrote down a couple numbers while I was watching um, basically our the the payment structure is going to pretty much stay the same the idea here is that um, previously and, and then currently we're billed about two and a half cents for seven and a half gallons of water um, which, you know, it's so funny. I, I haven't really thought about that too much until now. That's like, it's kind of amazing when you think about our public infrastructure, what we're able to accomplish. That two and a half cents to your house, out of your faucet, clean, safe water. Uh, two and a half cents gets you seven and a half gallons of water. It's just, it's just amazing when you think about what you would pay for you know, what is it, 99 cents for a gallon of water at the grocery store? I don't know. Um, anyway, that's a, that's a quick aside. The point is that two and a half cents is for about seven and a half gallons of water. So now over the next four or so years, then they put a four-year projection up on the screen for the water rate increase. And so there is going to be an increase in what we pay for our water. And there's a few different um, reasons for that. Um, do you, you guys hear that in the background? So that was... Um, I live kind of close to a, a main street here and that was someone on a motorcycle. So there you go. I always talk how we don't edit these podcasts and I mean, you know, a lot, we don't edit them a lot. So two and a half cents for seven and a half gallons, um, four year increase, um, would go from, you know, basically to 2023, it would go to 3.6 cents, um, for seven and a half gallons. And so, you know, it's about a penny increase over the four years. Um, and, you know, I mean, for most people, you're probably not going to see a big, a big rate increase. Um, but what's, what's cool about that is there's a, there's a number of different um, new programs that they're kind of kneading into the dough, so to speak, of this whole water agreement that's going to help look at things like uh, lead pipe uh, replacement work. Um, it's gonna it's gonna continue to make sure that our water treatment facility is is state of the art. Um, you know, and there's gonna be all of the same um, water bill um, relief type programs. So whether it's a discount program uh, because of income or because of um, you know, even even if you were to say, you know, you're a senior, you're a person with a disability, um, you know, whatever it is that you um, that qualifies you currently for a um, a discount on your water, that all still stays in place. And they're actually looking at a few different, um, but you know, pilot programs. They're certainly not fleshed out, uh, but a, a few pilot programs on how to help people who need assistance to pay for. Um, their water bill. So the biggest thing is it goes from quarterly to monthly and you're paying for what you use, not just a flat rate. Um, so if you have any questions, I'd love to hear them. Uh, quite frankly, I, I would personally be interested in hearing them. If, uh, if you just want to go straight to 
you know, folks in the utilities department, you can obviously do that um, and reach out to anyone at the city. But in general, I thought it was an interesting conversation. I want to say a couple other things about this evening. Um, one, you know, <clears throat> I think we have to learn and not learn. We, we just have to be, I don't know, committed, I guess. I think we should always remain committed to being critical of plans like this. You know, when, whenever you hear about a forum like this, um, don't just assume that it means that someone's coming to present something that you have no control over or that you can't influence. Assume actually the opposite, right? Assume that these are people coming out to get your thoughts, to get your, get your opinions, to understand what you think about this, this rate structure or what you think about these um, proposed uh, changes. And then the second thing I just want to say is I just love living District 5 and and hopefully if I'm if I'm so so lucky I I'm I'm really looking forward to the chance to representing District 5. Um the reason I say that is that this meeting in District 5 was one of the best attended so far uh throughout the city and um Ed Moore said that um that it had the best and the most amount of questions. And so this is just a group of people who attended and took time out of their busy lives to, to take in this information. And then they had some really good questions to ask. Um, you know, if we don't ask good questions, we're not going to get good answers. Um, and if we don't get, if we don't get good answers, then we're not going to be able to, to have the, the type of life and the type of community that we all want. And so I would just encourage you to take advantage of stuff like that. And hopefully, as a bit of a segue or transition, hopefully if I'm elected to represent District 5 on City Council, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that people know about these forums ahead of time, that they are engaged in the, in the midst of those conversations, and that the, if they miss them, uh, that I can provide as much information afterwards as possible. Um, I'm telling you, information is crucial. Communication is paramount in all of this all of this work and, and I'm hopeful that that I'm going to be able to help uh, keep and uh, bring people to a place of being informed um, it's really really important to me but you know here's the deal none of that matters if I don't win this election I you know in the primary I needed to finish in the top two and the general I got to finish in the top one and so I need your support so let's talk about what's next What's next on the campaign is pretty simple. Might get an episode more in before election day. Otherwise, the next time you're going to be listening to this podcast is after election day. Um, and what's next is quite simply canvassing a lot, um, working the polls on election day, and then we're going to have a watch party again at Stubborn Brother at 8 p.m. Um, that's a, the pizza place. By UT, right there on Bancroft on the southern edge of uh, Old Orchard. But that's it. We're knocking doors. Uh, we're calling voters every single day. Our mail is dropping in people's mailboxes this, this week, and uh, we are we're in the we're in the finishing leg of this race here. Um, and so, if you want to be involved, the same thing that I've been saying all year is true. Reach out on the website, text me, email me, do whatever you got to do. Um, a few weeks from now, I'm not going to be saying that. So, if you have time now. Now's the chance. Now's your chance to to make an impact and help us, help us finish this race strong, um, and finish what we started to represent District Five 
for safe and strong and sustainable neighborhoods to help move Toledo forward. I believed it when we started this campaign. I believe it even more now, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be in this race, and um, I'm looking forward to these next few days. And, and then obviously, obviously Tuesday night. If you need anything, reach out. Like always, you can call or email. Email friendsofsammeldon at gmail.com. You can call uh, my number at 567-200-3231. And I'll get back to you in 24 hours um, to make sure that you know that what concerns or ideas or questions you have about your district, they are important and people are paying attention. Um, And again, thanks so much for listening.